0: You want me to tell you where I just came from? Can I just get it off my chest because I'm, like, burning and foaming at the mouth?
1: You look like your rabid dog.
0: You know... I'm just not going to say it was El Pollo Loco because I don't want to be rude.
1: You did just say it's El Pollo
0: Loco. 45 minutes later, I'm still in the line that I entered. It was in a long line. It was like there was five people.
1: Yeah, but you don't do anything fast.
0: Don't add insult to injury. This is a moment for you, to an opportunity for you to come in and be like, baby, come here, bring it in, bring it in. Bring it in, You should say, come here, let me give you a hug, let me squeeze your ass, let me give you a kiss because you know I love your kisses.
1: Bring it in, kid. Bring it in, kid.
0: But you're just saying
1: that. We have too much of a divide. Between us, there's an actual physical divide between us.
0: But when I walked in, stomping and like stomping the ground like... Well, a anytime lobby. you stomp anything with them
1: feet, I get a little bit hesitant and hide.
0: If this were couples therapy, I'd say I just wish that sometimes you would comfort and ease my woes.
1: Okay, baby. <laughs>
0: Welcome back to a new episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ.
1: This is actually a special episode.
0: It is because we posted on Instagram on Till the Dirt's IG. Please send in topics and questions about what you guys want to talk about. And you guys sent us in all these questions. We are literally reading from the uh, ones that we could cover.
1: There was a ton of questions. We're incredibly grateful for the response. The only reason we did it in the first place was because everybody was hitting us up personally in our DMs, asking us questions. And so we just said, all right, let's just do it in an episode. The response and the outpouring was tremendous. And there's only so much time. So we cherry-picked. And we got some of the questions that we thought were the best ones. My wife picked some. I picked some. I don't know what she picked. She doesn't know what I picked. Then we have our executive producer, Narod. She picked some. So it's going to be like a cavalcade, a a salad, a mystery of questions that we're going to leave up to her. A smorgasbord? A smorgasbord, right?
0: Okay. The other thing you were going to say is that we'll do this again. In the future? Yeah, no,
1: listen. Did you tell them about the prizes? There'll be many more of these, yes. And any question that gets read on the show, you guys will get a T-shirt.
0: You guys, remember one thing. If you want to stay anonymous, a lot of you said, keep me anonymous. And then some of you said, go ahead and shout me out, please, and thank you. So we're open to both.
1: Yeah, but if you want a T-shirt, I'm going to need to know the hell who you are. Otherwise, I don't, you know. The the, the mail doesn't work. You can't tell the mail guy, yeah, it's anonymous.
0: They could say anonymous at 3 Cherry Street.
1: That's not really that anonymous. Everybody knows Joe Schmo lives on Three Cherry Street.
0: No, they don't. Okay, come of on. Of course let's they talk do. It. Three Cherry
1: Street. Let's, let's, get let's get talk into about it. it. All right. So you want to read the first question? Why don't you read the first question?
0: All right. So our first question came from simbi 729 How do you handle finances when one makes more than the other? I love this question. I learned through time in my relationship that money doesn't matter who's making it like if you guys are both on the same page uh, this is a big deal
1: i like where you started there though so i do i like okay where you started. money you doesn't am-
0: matter and if the couple is on the same page about that what
1: the direction of the household is like what what's the end goal if we're on the same page for that i think that that the money doesn't matter where it's coming out from how it gets there but, d-
0: and and part b for simba's question seven two nine is what if you guys agreed and then one of you comes home with a cherry red Porsche in the driveway. You also have to agree if you both accept doesn't matter who's making the money, doesn't it also matter how people are spending the money in a relationship? 100 million
1: percent. So, yes, that's what I think the part A of the question we're both, we're simpatico on. And I think we both agree that, you know, if we're both pulling the rope to the same direction and we have the same plan, then yes, the money doesn't matter. But, Part B of what you said is when someone goes off board. That's a violation of the trust.
0: Let's use us as an example. Okay. You and I, both in our marriage, we're not counting each other's dollars. No. But if you saw me come home with a new Chanel bag every week, you'd probably have to stop me and say, who the fuck are we, the Rockefellers? Like, we don't have the money for that. I would count
1: those dollars. I would definitely (laughs) count those dollars. But, yeah, you wouldn't do that. I I, Like, you you know, we got a kid. We're married. We're far down the path. Hold on. For you You to all of a sudden take that type of crazy turn would be
0: weird. What about the couple that we know right now? Look at me. She comes home with chanel boots chanel purses and you have and had he's this conversation as a post. i
1: love him to death but he doesn't know what any of that costs
0: but see for you to say you don't do that is not the question what if there are people who do there are people no, in relationships. Uh, you know
1: listen uh, you, you, uh, there's people that all of a sudden get a gambling problem late you know late in life and what you know Oh, I, so
0: you're 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 saying that if one of you spends in the eyes of the other irresponsibly in the eyes of the other, that that's like a shopping addiction. So you have to live within your means. Well, So you have to create a budget.
1: You have to have a plan. You, The two of you have to have a plan of what the goal is for the household. In big picture, I'm not talking about, you know, day-to-day, month-to-month. I'm saying, what do we envision for our family?
0: And you know why I'm crying right now? What? Because when we make a plan, you and me, and we do get on the same page, I get so inspired by it because... When we sit down and we have like our combos that are like pretty spontaneous, like, OK, it's morning to have 10 minutes. We talk about our goals and those details keep a marriage or any relationship so strong.
1: Agreed. So I think that answers that question from us.
0: OK, I just want to make sure that we're covering one more thing and you can shut me up. But if you have different finances, you can also keep your money separate from one another. So that for the things that are rent and car insurance and mortgage and health insurance, all of those vital expenses can be split down the middle. Or if the person who makes more money wants to pay for everything, or if the person who makes more money wants to pay... 80% 80% of it and you pay 20 you know however you guys should decide yeah, what just, you think uh, it's is fair what I,
1: but you need to have those conversations and everybody needs to be on board and everybody needs to be happy and, and do okay it with before
0: it becomes a problem but
1: again it all yeah get obviously, ahead of it you know it's something that again you know you need to be honest about you can't say one thing and mean another because then you're just gonna harbor resentment when things don't work out or things go a certain direction if everybody's on the same page like I said I'm a big guy when it comes to like goals or mapping out things into the Future. In your pants? Yeah, and I'm not just talking about the next, you know, the 30 days, I'm talking about the next five years and if you could, <laughs> you know, get yourself on the same page as to where we want to be, then I
0: <laughs> I said you're big in your pants and you go, yeah, you just get it and you didn't notice. Well, um, no, I,
1: I'm, I'm huge in my pants. <laughs> I, I heard but what you said.
0: a lot of people looked at you and me and they were like, where does he come from? And I recall that I will defend us, and you and I are in a great uh, example to talk about how you started a startup and you helped grow a startup, and I was more established. I'm also a couple of years older. Oh, no, when
1: we met, you were making exponentially more money than I was. It was a lot more but you know and it's people something... judged
0: and people judged our relationship for sure. from the outside because that's like one of the things that made me say like good let us be an example for what real love looks like and respect and how you don't define each other based on money
1: but you define each other in the conversations that you had. like we knew what was up you knew what was up with me before we even met you know what i mean because like that's we were up front about it yeah you know uh, there was nothing to be ashamed about every nickel that we had we put into a business that we were trying to start And get off the ground. That's an American story. That's what we most people do in this country. At some point, they throw some shit against the wall and see if it will stick. You know what I
0: mean? That is the the definition of the american dream
1: yeah we took our shot you know and i've taken other shots you know at this point i put all my nuts on the table and uh you respected that yeah. i'm also a real easygoing guy I-, I don't need to do much i like to sit home most of the time watch tv and when you watch a game uh, you know when i'm not working so it's not You're saying you don't spend a lot of money yeah so like it wasn't like you and i like when we got together that, you know, you were making so much more money, but you had to be treated a certain way. You were fine with doing, we were just fine when, with being with each other. I knew big picture, though, that, uh, you know, I wanted to give you the best things in life, but you weren't someone that required them to date you.
0: Right. Well, I loved when you told me in an earlier podcast episode that you felt loved because I loved you despite what you were bringing to the table in the banking department in the financial aspects of our relationship, which made me feel even like I love you more because I wanted, that's what you want. When you're a little girl and you're thinking about what you want, when you grow up, there are certain romantic aspects. There's certain kinds of love that you imagined. And that is what I imagined when I wanted something. Otherwise I would have gotten married when I was 21 and pushed out a couple of babies and then gotten a divorce. And then had to do soul searching and find myself again on tinder and by the way for men that aren't like confident because they don't make as much money don't beat the girls up for it please don't go to a therapist or talk to your brothers or your cousins and your fathers and like work it out don't hold if you're less successful and you're a guy don't hold it over the woman that's fucked up
1: <laughs> that, is, that is
0: fucked up yeah
1: all right, how do you incorporate your parents that have passed into Sham's life? Huh? This comes from Chris J. Casello. So it's how do you incorporate your parents that have passed into Sham's life? Oh, uh, us? Because we have passed. past? No, because your father's dead and so is my mother's dead.
0: How do we incorporate them? Uh, very easily. I'm always talking about my parents. Go to my Instagram and you'll see Tommy sitting with his son on his lap in front of pictures of my dad and his mom telling stories and having like a moment you will ball your eyes out so storytelling is the best way to keep someone's spirit alive tell every single day what my dad would say in this moment i'd say that i'm like well you know my dad right now he would say if you don't love me i still i love you or anything that he would say you take do your do time you do
1: that a lot you do do that a lot take your time and
0: hurry up keep their spirit alive with photos let the photos be all over their, you know, in front of their faces, all over the house, and also tell the stories and have traditions that your parents would have. So I decided when you guys start doing, like,
1: That's another thing, too. It's also when, they, you know, our little guy's not there. Once they, I, You're right, you should always be doing it, but I think you do it a little bit more when they start to get a little a bit little older, older and they start to be a little bit more receptive and a little bit more inquisitive when they start asking questions like, Who's that? And who, you know... And uh, I think that that's when you could could really delve a little bit deeper. And another
0: thing we should I I think is really important is having dinner at the table together as a family.
1: I think so too. I think that um,
0: incorporating those traditions that you grew up with.
1: Yeah, well, I didn't grow up with that. My mother was, you know, I was raised by a single mother. Her ass worked. You know what I mean. I was eating dinner by myself most times. But uh, I mean, with the little guy. I think it's important to do that. Did you want to create that type of family dynamic, you know, so that that's what seems normal? I think that you know the the, the cell phones got to take a got to take a break too during dinner time. Can't have those at the table.
0: And another thing, now that my father is no longer with us, I like for Shams to spend time with my dad's brothers and sisters because those are his extended family. Those are his grandparents too, you know. So if you have anyone in your life that can play the role of grandma and grandpa. They would probably love to jump in and be involved in that person's life.
1: I couldn't agree more. Your uh, father had what, 18 brothers and sisters?
0: Mhm.
1: <laughs> That's, you know, so there's a lot of people that know a lot about him and can tell him all types of things and they're not all around obviously, but you know, there's definitely there's definitely enough. There's we definitely did a
0: FaceTime at the beach, remember? Yes,
1: there's definitely enough to, you know, to to fill him in.
0: All right, the next question is from Tales with Frank. What up? How is it meeting Tommy's family for the first time, and how is the relationship now? Okay, well, that's a huge question. That's yeah, a whole story.
1: Yeah, the, we can't actually get into it. You're still gonna get a T-shirt tails for Frank. Yeah. But Next, <laughs> don't worry you about will. it. You're still gonna get a T-shirt. We're not gonna we're not gonna you out of a T-shirt. Uh, next week's episode is actually gonna be about. When we, we we just went oh. to Catalina for my wife's birthday. Okay. And the couple that we went with, ironically enough, the first time that my wife and I went back to New York together was for their wedding. So we're gonna talk about all that next week. She's gonna mention what it was like to meet my friends. So you'll you'll get all that next week. So Tales with Frank, you're still gonna get a shirt, but we're not gonna answer that question now, babe. So read the next question.
0: Okay. This is from Mo. Mom of S J O.
1: Momo F
0: F. No, mom of S J O. Okay, okay, yeah, there you go. All right, all right, all right. How you doing? How honest should you be with your children about your past? Um, age appropriately honest. That's how honest <laughs> you should be. Whatever it's what, a great answer, Whatever is appropriate for their age. Yeah. And I'm totally down with Santa Claus and the bunny rabbit and all of those things. No, I'm not
1: telling my kid no lies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think you're kidding, actually,
1: right? Yeah. Listen, I, I don't know. It's something that I've always been torn with. I got to tell you. I've always said and I, I like to be a guy that sticks to what he says and sticks to his convictions and I've always said well I didn't always think I was going to have a kid but I always said that if I had a kid I wasn't going to lie to him and I definitely wasn't going to lie to him about the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus and any of that other nonsense you know but now that I'm a dad I don't know I don't know if I could first off I think all the other fathers will show up to your house with a pitchfork and torches if you if you go blowing up Santa Claus's spot
0: You'd be but, that little uh, kid that tells all the other little kids Yeah, it tells lie. him
1: gives him the real deal. I want to always give my son the real deal. I just worry he'll go to school and give all the other kids the real deal. And, Very uh, true.
0: I wonder if they're talking about our past because mom of SJO, if you're talking about my past, I will share specifically my past with my son. I definitely don't believe that kids should hear things from another person. Like they shouldn't read about it online first. But if they do then you just sit them down and talk to them about it, like level with them. Don't shelter them too much from the world, but allow them to be a child as long as possible. Example: I'm not going to allow my kid to watch um, an R-rated movie. That's you know horror. See, films. I completely
1: disagree. I watched those movies from a little kid. It's never okay. did anything to me. I never had a problem with it.
0: I I'm never put, thought it was... I'm going to put my foot down on the horror Uh-oh. films and...
1: Uh-oh. You
0: know, because... You did,
1: last time you put your foot down, they told us we ought to move. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be putting your foot down. Without getting permits, we got to call in the city. For
0: Christmas, I want you to give me a pedicure with your own two bare hands. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the kit and caboodle. Man,
1: there ain't no cure for them peddies. Yeah, man. I, I Listen... I don't run from my past. Everyone has regrets. They could say that they don't, but, you know, I'm here with you. I have my son, so I wouldn't change any of it. And, you know, I'll always shoot my kids straight, So when he's ready to have an honest conversation about anything, like you said, it's age dictated. You know, if he's ready at 13 to ask me a tough question, I'll be prepared to answer it. But I'm going to always try and shoot him as straight as possible and, you know, give him my experience. And my experience isn't always the right experience. There's a lot of things I would do differently. And I hope he would be smart enough to, you know, hear what I've done and then make the right move.
0: I think we've both gone through a lot. I think we've both been through a lot. I've we've seen more than most.
1: That's the human experience. Everybody goes through shit, you know, everybody does. I and, think uh, that
0: I think that there's a lot of street smarts our kid will get through our experience because our generation we were allowed to do a lot of things that now helicopter parenting Jeez. kids don't get to do
1: Yeah man no. you know
0: you know what i'm talking about I know
1: exactly what like i said i was raised by a single mother she didn't come home from work you know she busted her ass I for me I was
0: working the stove and she a griddle when i was 6 years old I just pulled up the yeah, chair. Man,
1: I would go buy her cigarettes, I'm like by myself at you know seven, eight years old, to the store, and they would sell me her cigarettes.
0: You but know, but it's, it's not a- just the latchkey kid; it's also kids that were allowed to ride their bikes to faraway places. Yeah,
1: man. Yeah, you know,
0: I was allowed to hop on the subway and go to D.C. and look at all those art museums and see a bunch of cool stuff. And on the way, some sketchy things could happen when you're walking down the streets of D.C. The number one drug capital and murder capital of the world. Oh, yeah.
1: The, the, uh, same thing. We were, I was growing up in New York
0: City during the height of the crack
1: epidemic. You know what I mean? I got to a fight every day.
0: The mayor of D.C. was caught smoking crack with his pants down, allegedly. Was he not? Mary I don't know and Barry.
1: Let, listen, let's, <laughs> let's not sully the guy's name. I don't think that his pants were down. Yes, he was smoking crack in a hotel room, but his, oh, at least his, he had pants, his pants were on. on. He had his yeah. pants on. No, I was. He won re-election too. He got his. He, he, he was re-elected. So apparently, they're very forgiving in D.C.
0: Oh, anyway, I mean, I have mad D.C. pride. I
1: bet you do. Now, let me ask you this. This is from Ash Noel XOXO. What would you say is the unbreakable link between you two? What keeps you together?
0: Till the dirt, baby.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: I think your love for us keeps us together. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no. I mean, listen, I'm a, very, uh, I'm a very loyal guy. You should I go look down at me when ship. you answer this question. I go down with the ship. You're it. You're it with me. It's me and you. And the, the kid honestly bonds us forever, though. Prior to him, uh, you might get to a point where you're like, I had enough.
0: Well, I was going to say leave. no because I wanted to be like, we're romantic enough and in love enough. But maybe you're right. Maybe there would be. I mean, I don't think so, though. I feel like... If we didn't have a kid because we tried and we couldn't have a kid, then we'd have to, like, work really hard to heal from not being able Agreed. to have a kid. Agreed. Which there's Agreed. a lot of people who are in that situation.
1: It would have been tough. And, uh, you know, obviously those are future episodes that we'll get to as well. That whole process, the IVF process. Is my wife, she's she's a powerful woman, and she's very... If there's very, somebody out there who's... She's, when she wants something, you know, it's going to happen, dude. And she's, she just gets her way, bro. And she wanted that baby... And all the things that they threw at her. Well, here the question was for another day too. Here, here
0: the question was: What's the thread that keeps us bound together? What's the super glue for you and me? Let's answer it. Everyone can say the kids. Okay, every literally, Doctor Laura can say. Everyone can say the kids. Okay, it's not
1: kids. We have a kid, but okay. No, no.
0: Every married person, every two adults can say the kid kept the kids keep us together.
1: Yeah. But it's not.
0: What is the
1: super glue? I don't know what the super glue is. I'm devoted to you. That's it. The sunrise and sets. when I know you. what
0: it is for me.
1: You're the beat of my heart, kid. I don't know what else.
0: I'll tell you what it is. Right. For what me. is it? And I'm going to say it without crying. All right. Because I want to be the love that you deserved when you were a child that you didn't get from your mom when she passed away because she wasn't around. Yeah. And from your dad because he wasn't around. He's a douchebag. So, I want to be the love that you deserved to have after when your parents weren't around.
1: Those would have been better vows than the ones you gave me. Well, that's what to, I was trying to I say. I love you more.
0: <laughs> I did cry, but not you that much. You did cry. Wow, look at that. Our next question is from Camille Esbandi. That's Persian. Thank you. Shout out to my Persian people. Do you want another baby or adoption in the future? Yes, I do. I do. I want more children, I want Shams to have some siblings, I'm down to adopt them.
1: I've been thinking, of, I don't want to necessarily say I've been thinking about it too, because for a long time it it seems so crazy to me, but over the last, you know, whatever, especially when, you know, you start to go to some of these parties and whatever, and you see these kids that have siblings, and you know, I, I think it would be cool for the little guy to grow up with a partner in crime. I don't want to be the old dad. I don't want you to be the old mom. I would like for him to have someone that he could, you know, confide in, run around with, you know. We're going to get older too, you know, and I don't want him to feel like the responsibility of of us should fall on on his his shoulders.
0: shoulders. This is really, really emotional for me, and I don't want to, like, get even more drained, but I'm so excited that you're saying these things. And we could pop that embryo in too that we have or that's adopt. true. We
1: could we could, you know, kidnap a girl off the street and make her have our for make her have our child.
0: You and I are a blended family culturally. And I think that it would be cool to add culture if we do adopt
1: i would be very open to that you know I, I come from queens it is the most this is not hyperbole it is the most gentrified gentrified city on the planet you know there are all types and all walks of life i i would you know i'm married to a persian broad i don't you know my dick would have marched on washington
0: if it was you know i don't care you my, know? my dad was there
1: actually yeah no that's awesome just happened to mention that awesome it's definitely something that i'm i don't know if i'm there all the way yet but it's definitely something i'm a lot more amenable to the next question do you ever wish that you had a daughter this comes from O S S O 5542 so it looks like blossom5542 uh do you ever wish you had a daughter no no i don't and that's no offense ladies you know I just—I feel I'd be a—I'm a much better boy dad than I think I would be a girl dad. Girl dad, I'd, I'd be throwing braces on her if she didn't need them. I'd be, like, handcuffing her to the radiator to make sure she couldn't go out and, like, meet boys. And I would be real bad. You know, I'd want to put her in bubble wrap and never leave the house. It would just— yeah, it was just like the guy... You sound like you
0: are a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. T- t- you want to yeah, wrap her in bubble
1: wrap? No, I just, I would want like to do anything at all to keep her. Like, you know, I, I know how guys are, you know what I mean? And I would just want to protect her from men. With my son, he runs headfirst into
0: something. He cries for two seconds. I'll we're, we're back. All right, we're good. My answer to that is I never thought, do I want a boy or a girl?
1: It was always about health. But to me, ha- happy and healthy is all uh, what all okay. what I what I cared about.
0: I think I fall into this rare category where I don't want to choose. I just want to say we're in God's hands. It's too big of a thing. I do think that girls are gonna be a lot harder to raise than boys. But if like this came up, I would just be like, I don't know, just give them to me. Whatever it's supposed to be, just give it to me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean listen, ha- happy, healthy, that's that's always first and pr- and most important. But I just
0: But just not a girl so they don't get wrapped in bubble wrap. Yeah, man. By the I way, just, if we do like adopt, I said, I think
1: I'm doing I think I'm doing the girl a favor, dude. You know, they I mean? By the <laughs> like, way, so I
0: think that the adoption agency does a background check on us. They're not giving us a girl. They're gonna hear this and yeah, they're gonna say
1: edit, we gotta edit that part out. Again, but I'm being honest, you know, I like uh, girls are great, but I would be so nervous all the time with the with the girl. All right, the next question comes from MRS. Mrs. Underscore Bins, B-I-N-N-S 621. Now, th- th- I actually know, well, I know them personally. She actually reached out to me. We've had a conversation. I actually know who this is, so I know who the question is. If you go back in time, would you still show the progression of your relationship and the birth of your son on television, or would you keep everything private and out of the spotlight?
0: First of all, I've always been one of those people who doesn't embarrass about things that like I I just don't embarrass very easily so showing the world that we had fertility issues in order to get our son the fact that people connected to that and needed to see that and it inspired and helped other people is exactly the reason why you know I'm glad we did that well I could no take regrets. it
1: a, I could actually take it a step further because like I said I actually know this person and we had a we spoke on Instagram and she made the point that when you were going through what you went through with your dad that it was real and influential because she had gone so when you hear that type of thing from someone when you know when a complete stranger tells you out there that you affected their life in a positive way in a meaningful way i think that the juice is worth the squeeze you know it's worth us showing what we show if it can relate and help people uh that's a powerful thing that's a humbling thing so you know obviously there are moments and times when you may regret it but in the big picture uh no it's not something that i regret
0: For me, the reason I have no regrets about sharing my experience is because I desperately need to learn from other women's journeys. I need another person to show me what they've been through. I need the conversation starter. I need the push emotionally to have the guts to go to the doctor. I need a kick in the ass to make that appointment to check my AMH levels, which is how many eggs and follicles I have. There is no other way for me to connect on the most important subjects in life, such as procreation, unless I have something else to go off. And I know from thousands of people, and I'm saying... Thousands without exaggeration, because of me and Dr. Shaheen Gadir, have had these responses of people, women getting their eggs frozen because of our story, people getting embryos frozen because of our story, people having babies because of our stories and giving people hope. I know that we did that. And it's so extremely important. When you're a woman and you wake up every morning and you're just trying to get struggling to get from point A to B, who's going to stop you? Is someone at the at the red light going to roll down their window or someone in front of you at the Starbucks going to be like, hey, what's your plan for fertility, infertility and creating your future and your family? A lot of the girls these days, women these days who are very, very busy getting their education and their careers off the ground and then they're struggling to find the right man or woman that they want to have their children with. They're too busy to think about tomorrow, let alone five years from now. You know, we're all struggling so much. We need someone and that's OK. I'm, I'm talking too much. But that's it. Like in life, we're so busy, focused on today that it's hard for us to think about tomorrow. And that's why when someone watches our show and sees that episode about fertility or that journey and then says, wait a minute, maybe I should do this. Yeah. And they're only 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, wherever. That matters a lot to me. Thank you. All right. So I love this next question because... I used to be a psycho, and I would have definitely, I love, I just, let me read it. Okay, okay, okay. Do you think if y'all met each other 10 years ago, you would have dated? So Diana, Diana is mean, 44. If Tommy met me 10 years ago, he would probably date me, and then I would scare the shit out of him because I think we all know that I was a handful 10 years ago.
1: Yeah, I, I, is it? Ten, we've already been together for almost ten years. So Seven is
0: different. Three years before I met you, I was something else. Oh, uh,
1: me too, man. I was chasing a
0: ton of tail. No, uh, but I mean, I think I would have scared you away. I was wild. I don't, I don't uh, scare
1: easily, but you know, um I definitely wasn't looking to date anybody three years prior to that. You know, so like I said. Me and Jamie were were running through this town. Yeah, but Uh, I was one of... Lakers had won a couple of titles. Uh, We were Kardashian adjacent, as you like to say. Uh, Trust me, man. We were playing Stinky Pinky. We were playing, uh, you know, uh, Pinocchio. We were playing all types of... We were t- playing all types of fun games with the broads. There was no stopping dating anyone. There were times I don't even know if I was giving my real name out. You know what I mean? Like, we'd go out, and I would, you know, especially with him, because, like I said, he was, uh, he was a lot more in the spotlight. I wasn't, but I was with him, so, you know. How
0: many, like, I mean, like every single night? I wouldn't go as far as to say every single night, but there were a lot of nights. Do you think you would have just not... I wouldn't have been enough because they're beyond the next. I don't think you would. I don't think you would have
1: dealt with someone like me. At that point in my life.
0: It doesn't sound like I would. Because no, usually I, I would either. deal with people that were wrapped around my finger. Yeah,
1: no, I definitely would not on have been my doorstep. I definitely would not have been wrapped around anybody's finger at that point in time. Just because. How do you know? They're like stre- because they're strength in numbers. You take your shot. If she's like, uh, no. I I want. Sorry, see you later, lady. There's going to be another girl in here that's going to be real impressed with what I got going on. Unfortunately, especially in L.A. You want to see a out of the Laker game? You know what I'm saying? You want to see court side? All right, you want to go? You know what I mean? Like
0: that would have been that would have impressed me for sure. Yeah. So that's what but I'm saying. That's the, remember that's an impressive tool to have. Remember, um, your friend that was a lawyer that was really cool, and a female that yeah. you had a lot of respect for her. You thought she was awesome. Yeah. And you thought she was attractive. Yes. And so I think I was one of those girls. I think I was a girl that was super sassy, smart, and hot. Yeah. Like I said, I
1: wouldn't have dealt with you at that time. And that's no disrespect to you. Like, there's other girls I know that came through my life at that point, too. Diana is me, 44, said... Dated. She didn't say. Yeah, no. Get I wouldn't married. have dated. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have dated. I wasn't I looking know. to date Diana.
0: I disagree with them. I think if he met Diana me. Diana,
1: is me uh, forty four. I'm letting you know there was like forty four different broads at a time at that point. Like I wasn't dating anyone. Like I said, well, Diana. You. Know, it, it was just. It was a perfect time to not take anybody serious. You know, to just go out and just have fun with my man and be like, yo, she's cute. Oh, she's cute. It was kind of having pick of the litter type stuff, and more, you know, guys don't usually have pick of the litter, and guys don't usually have the p- the position to be like, all right, so uh, you want to buy? So you want me to buy instead your instead of
0: sounding so excited that your drool is coming out of both sides of your it was mouth. It's a
1: good time, man. Why don't you time? just
0: say I was kind of distracted? I was distracted. There's, okay.
1: listen, you girls are beautiful, man. You're all beautiful. Yeah, You Guys know, at that particular looking. point in time, I wasn't, I wasn't ready to date anybody. It just wasn't.
0: Okay, we get it.
1: Yeah, you're- And you would, you, you look what you're talking about you. are you were a mental case, you said three years prior to that, you were a handful. Your words. I was wild. Yeah. So you think I was gonna stop what I was doing and go mess around with a handful? A, a, a certified, self-proclaimed handful, spoiled brat. I probably
0: probably would have ended up being one of your female staples in your crew as a friend.
1: I could definitely see that. And we had that for sure. You've met a couple of them. We
0: definitely had a few ladies that hung out in the mix. That were cool enough to, like, hang out and be your friend. And then we would both probably want to not be tied down to each other. And then we'd Uh, fall in love later.
1: Yes. Yes. I'll give you that, kid. Thank i'll give you. you that kid
0: see diana sure. in the end i always win oh, Yeah, diana.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay these are so fun you guys i hope that y'all yeah are the f- that I, i'm looking forward to
1: doing the other episodes of this too i think that uh this is great it's stuff that we probably wanted to ask each other as well and we just never put in the question to do it so when you have someone else do the dirty work for you it, it allows us to get here with what the other side of the person is thinking so i think it's awesome uh our next question comes from mandy manding o price i hope i said that right either way you're gonna get a t-shirt mandy who is the strict parent and who is the more laid-back parent no question i am the stricter parent i think it's a persian that's
0: not true
1: it's not even close no, like it's not even a comp you're not even anywhere. The parent like a Persian parenting method is basically just let the kid kind of do whatever he wants. As long as he's happy, as long as he's enjoying himself, just let him kind of have at it. Um he wants to, you know, play with the firearm, you know, he wants to you like playing with
0: matches. You like ha, 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 ha. it's the truth. No, it's the truth. And your mother's the same way. No, 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 no. He likes. He likes. Actually, when it comes to his safety, which is what you just brought up. I'm not the one that leaves knives on the edge of the that, counter. That
1: has nothing to do with who's the stricter parent.
0: Okay, I'm. He's now starting to be the healthy amount of afraid of me. No, he's not at yeah. all. At all. like you, why lie to the people, babe? Because they my like mom us for being real. Because my mom You're said. A layup. You're a layup. Like, literally, you're a layup. Because I reason with my child. No, you're a layup. Anything
1: that he needs, like, right, I'm just making Mama cry. I'm just crying. My I'm mom said.
0: <laughs>
1: and Mama freaks out it's because she'll come running from five rooms away. What? what
0: what's the matter? What, what happened? What happened? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. My mom said that when she wants to threaten him, which she does, she asks That's
1: him. that's, that's <laughs> chapter three in Vida Dorfina's book. How to threaten <laughs> she, she, your child,
0: your yes. two year old. Good threats, grandson. Good threats. So she goes, "I'm gonna tell Mercedes. You want me to tell mommy?" And then he always goes, "No, no." Oh, and he yeah, shakes his head. Because between parents. the two of so, you,
1: yeah, okay, you're worse than us. She doesn't care. Like I said, if he's happy, she does not care. You want the keys to the car, Mandy? You want to go, Mandy? Drive? This she,
0: guy, I can't take him anymore. Can you just okay? I'll give him. I'll give this to you. You're more strict.
1: It's not even close. Okay. You can't give it to me. It's not like it's not even close.
0: Okay. Fine. However, stay tuned because when he's five, and 10 and 14 and whatever he'll also
1: be in your bosom you're going to strap him to you're going to be you're going to be on his back till he goes to college who are you kidding
0: maybe who are he'll you do kidding? maybe he'll do what i did and stay local for university yeah
1: maybe maybe
0: um no we're we're going to make sure that he's only 2 years and 4 months leave him alone okay tommy and and by the way you don't need to discipline yet so it's not about strict yet
1: Okay, next. Uh, yeah, this next question, uh, it's actually for you, babe. So it's directed to you. It's from Truth Love 808. If you were gifted with one moment with Tommy's mom, what would you say or ask?
0: So, how long is the moment? Like, do I get to kick it with her for an hour?
1: She doesn't specify.
0: But okay, so the parameters of this hypothetical. Are yeah, like, I don't know if it's five
1: seconds. I get to give. Uh, gift- she said, "What would you say, your ass?" So maybe you're only. Maybe it is only a moment. Moments are fleeting.
0: I would ask Francis Fran Fran as yeah. you, as she would be called. She would be Fran. I would say, "Hey, Fran, June. I love you so much. Thank you for creating." This beautiful man, I can't imagine how hard it was for you to have to know that you were terminally ill, so I'm really, really sorry that you had to go through that and know that you had to leave your beautiful little boy. Since that's the case, what is the thing that you want me to do specifically? Like, what are mom's orders to take care of your son? Do you want me to, like, slap him around? Do you want me to, like, cook for him more?
1: She might want you to slap me around. She might want you. Listen, I give you the business about your feet Nobody, nobody had worse feet in this universe than my mother. Those uh, things, were, those things were terrifying. So, so maybe the two things you should say is, uh, "What do you use, Doctor Scholes? <laughs> I mean,
0: if both of us didn't have good feet, then why would I need to ask her?
1: That's uh, yeah, true. That's true. You're so true. crass.
0: That's true. That was really really well thought out tom yeah that's um, true no i would really just ask- a little
1: levity don't worry that was beautiful babe that was great that was no, a nice I would question. ask
0: what, what would you want me to do like that's exactly all i'm like here to take orders and advice okay like any normal daughter-in-law would yeah
1: no listen babe that was great like i said that was a great answer
0: Okay, guys, this is our last question. And please let me just tell you, I had so much fun doing this. I hope you guys enjoyed it too. The last question from KRPC75. Will you take this podcast on the road, especially to Seattle? Hell to the motherfucking
1: yes. Yes, we've actually been looking into that. You know, we have something down in Irvine that we might be doing. You know, but you guys got to let us know, you know. So, yes,
0: if you guys want it, then... We'd be more than happy to bring it. Absolutely. And it's also been on our vision board, so there's yes, Yes. Before we go, I just want to tell you guys how much we appreciate when you leave five stars, leave a comment, and please tell a friend, tell two friends. If you like what we're doing and you can tell somebody else that you think would love these, we would appreciate it. We read all of your comments on the podcast app and one of them right now, for instance, saying I need a thousand more of these. It helps me get through my chores around the house, gets you through your commute. All of these comments, we're looking at them and we appreciate them. All right, guys, we will see you next week at Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. We're so happy you're coming on this journey with us. It would mean so much to us if you would rate our show, give us five stars, leave a nice comment, and subscribe so that you can stay up to date with all our new episodes. You could also follow us on all platforms at Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. See you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old.